0: Hey, welcome back. So this is the first video in sort of a new series that I intend to continue doing for a very long time, chronicling you know, the current ongoing bull market in both silver and gold. So I know I'm starting a little late because nobody's great at calling bottoms in markets, but here we are in week 47. It's been a long time since the bottom. Week 47 of the silver bull market. And for those of you keeping track at home, week 55 in the gold bull market. Now those are maybe a little too specific, but you know, basically what I'm doing there is I'm going off of the bottoms in silver and gold in the second half of 2018. And the reason I'm doing this is I want to make this series beyond just watching the dollar or even just the fiat price of silver and gold and go Further beyond that. Now, I'm not going to make it as comprehensive as I would like to in the future in this video today, but I want to talk about silver and gold in relation to other assets. How many times in the past have I said that my long-term goals for silver and gold are not dollar profits or fiat profits? That ultimately, when silver and gold are valued at much higher levels, I want to exchange them for some other asset, whether it's silver for gold, silver and or gold for stocks or real estate or paying off debt or whatever it might be. That is sort of my long-term outlook for silver and gold. And that's what I want to do with it. So why not pay attention to how silver and gold are are moving relative to those other assets that you're ultimately wanting to trade into. Now the reason that I want to do this on a weekly basis is, you know, a while back, you know, I'd heard that that Russell Napier, a very bright economic mind that is is more similar minded, similar philosophy to I think many of of my viewers and myself has sort of predicted or wouldn't be surprised by a 30-year bull market in gold. And and that really struck me as a really powerful thought, a 30-year bull market in gold and or silver. And the reason being is that I think too often I can be guilty of, and many of us can be guilty of looking to the very recent past as sort of a hint as to what's going to come next. And so the last bull market in silver and gold was, you know, to roughly place dates on it, early 2000s through 2011, 2012, before silver and gold ultimately topped and then tumbled to, to their lows uh, a couple of years later. And and that was a bull market that was marked by about eight, nine years there in the, the most of the 2000s, in which silver and gold rose steadily and then a little bit more rapidly towards the end of the 2000s. And then we had the Great Recession, the financial crisis. Silver and gold uh, were hit a fair bit, especially silver, but then they rallied and and they made a very quick move up especially silver from uh, you know $18 $20 all the way up to around $50 in a relatively short time span a couple of years before ultimately uh that it, what would appear to be a a bubble or an overvaluation in silver at the time or at least uh, too quick uh too too large a to move too quickly it popped and of course silver tumbled after that. And and what I'm looking to for this next bull market is a long sustained bull market. Yes, I think there's going to be times along the way where silver and gold maybe get too overvalued, right? Those are the times to to exchange into some other asset. But as a whole, I don't expect those those spikes or those peaks to then be followed by years of low prices, years of silver back, some $20 or gold, uh, you know, under uh, 1500 or something like that. No, I think there's going to be a new sort of normal. And if we're talking about 30 years here, what sense is there in measuring it exclusively in dollars? You know, how often do we myself included, get caught up in measuring it exclusively in fiat terms. Now, dollars, you know, obviously the most popular. Sometimes I neglect other currencies and the big moves silver and gold I've been making in those currencies as of late, such as, you know, the Australian dollar, Canadian dollar, the pound, the euro, the yen, etc. cetera. Uh, but 30 years is a long time in terms of fiat currencies. You've seen the inflation we've experienced in the last 30 years since, you know, what, in 1989, you know, before I was even alive uh and the next thirty years I think are going to be even more inflationary. so why not start now measuring silver and gold in terms of things like their value in relation to the stock market or the price of oil or the average family sedan? Or a, a, you know, two-bedroom house uh, in, in various locales, or maybe just nationwide averages. An acre of land, acre of farmland, et cetera. Why not measure it in relation to that to get a better sense of not only what you ultimately want to trade that silver and gold for, but also the overall debasement of the dollar, the devaluation of the dollar. So. I hope to be back here again for week, what is that, you know, 1,560. Somebody check my math there. 30 years times 52 weeks, 1,560. You'd love to come back even a 1,000 weeks out from now to come back on a weekly basis and cover this type of, of news. Who knows what YouTube and podcast will be like at that point. But today, I want to go over kind of some of the basics of what we're talking about here. So in dollar terms. And again, I want to make these videos strain away exclusively from dollar terms. But in dollar terms, silver and gold have been battered a bit in the last couple of days. And a lot of that was on, you know, the usual over the last couple of months, the uh, talks of a restart of the trade deal with China in October. I mean, it's it's what like the beginning of September still and. There's a lot that can happen between now and then, and and I don't expect a whole lot of progress, but, you know, markets rally on it. The dollar can rally on it. The yuan can move down or, or move up on it. And, uh, and as a whole, you know, I don't even know if the dollar moved up a whole lot on it, but it was just overall a lot of sentiment shift. I don't think it was founded on a whole lot of fact, mostly speculation, but we saw silver dip, you know, around 1820 at its lowest. I mean, to put that in perspective, it was knocking the door of $20 not that long ago, up above 1950. Uh, As of right now, though, Friday morning, by the way, is when I'm recording. So I'm going to try and make these weekly videos on a a Friday or on a weekend just for the sake of consistency. Uh, It has rallied on some fairly weak weaker than expected payroll data here in the United States. And, and the reason for that, the reason that rallied on that is not only because that is is potentially signaling weaker economic growth, but also, you know, the weaker the payroll data is, the weaker the job numbers are, the weaker the economic data is as a whole, the more likely it is that the Fed is going to cut rates at their next meeting and the meeting after that and on, 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 on. So silver did rally on that news currently, uh, up around 1870, which is, which is great because, you know, I was thinking, well, this is kind of the dip that I've been talking about for a while now in dollar terms silver, you know, uh, around 18 or even below that. Certainly a while back, I was talking about a dip back to you know $16 but that was before silver top 1750 and then 18 and then 19 so so maybe not dip quite as, as drastic but gold also rallied on this news about a half a percentage point again this is friday morning so plenty more could change by the end of the day but up to around 1522 so it did sort of bounce off of some support at 1503 which is positive you know just north of 1500 and up around 1524 so all things considered pretty great but shifting away from just fiat terms if we look at the gold to silver ratio Ago. It's been moving. They actually moved below 81 to 1 I believe the other day. Actually, it might have been below 80 to 1 at one point. Currently it's standing around 81 81 and a half uh ounces of silver per ounce of gold. But it wasn't that long ago that we were talking about the gold to silver ratio uh up above 90 to 1, 92, 93. I forget exactly what the high was, you know, Kitco showing about 93 uh point four four as the high. So it's a pretty big move down. Uh, I have to admit it did not move down as steadily as I expected some months ago. You know, before gold had pushed through its resistance at 1350 and 1400, you know, I talked about that ratio steadily coming down, uh, after it moved up above those two resistance levels. Uh, well, it, it didn't. It, if anything, it moved up for a while and then silver played catch up and, and I expect that to continue. Um, but, but still, all things considered, if you're looking exclusively at silver versus gold and what's the better buy, I mean, 81 to one or 81.5 to one is still kind of a no brainer for me in terms of buying silver over gold. But again, do what you will with your own money and, and none of this should be taken as investment advice. Now, if we're going to pair these to other assets, the S&P to gold ratio, this is a really interesting one, currently sitting around two to one. This is broadly speaking, but basically what you're doing is you're dividing the, the S&P 500 by the price for an ounce of gold, about two to one as we speak. Now, to put that in perspective, you know, there were times for for many years in which the stock market was moving down and or the price of gold was moving up that we saw that ratio around 0.7 to one. And so if you're thinking long term about when you're going to exchange one asset for the other, well stop thinking in just in dollar terms because you have to understand that inflation large amounts of inflation will probably be playing a role in that in the coming years start thinking more in terms of of other assets and and what's your price target or your ratio target for gold or silver versus the asset of of choice so again 2 to 1 right now uh the 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 low on that ratio over the last, you know, 10, 15 years, it was like 0.7 to one. Now if we're talking about the silver uh, to, to S&P ratio currently sitting uh, just shy of 160 to one, 160 ounces of silver to one ounce of gold or sorry, to, to one, uh, to the S&P 500. That seems kind of high. <laughs> And, and if, and indeed, you know, if you look at historically speaking, we've seen that below, I believe 30 to one in the last, you know, 10, 15 years, 30, less than 30 ounces of silver to the S and P 500. So again, you know, setting price targets in terms of, in relation to other assets, you know, I would be looking for that 30 to one. I would be surprised if it moved to 20 to one, 15 to one ounces of silver, or even lower than that ounce of silver to the S&P 500, especially if we're uh, not only seeing a move up in silver, but also a move down in the stock market. Now, the other one that I wanted to talk about here was also the price of oil relative to the price of silver. It doesn't work as well with the price of gold because gold is so much more valuable than than a single barrel of oil that you almost have to reverse that ratio. And I didn't want to confuse you guys on day one or week one of this series, uh, but silver right now is sitting around three to one, roughly speaking, uh, uh, ounces of, of silver per o- uh, barrel of oil. And that's WT- WTI crude. And historically speaking, that's actually fairly low. Because, you know, when silver was, uh, well, when oil was was very high, so was the price of silver, roughly speaking. You know, it's been much higher in the past. I'm talking like, 10 plus ounces of silver to to the one barrel of WTI, but right now it's fairly low. And so, you know, again, we're just kind of comparing one commodity to the other. You know, I'm going to try and do more of this in the future in terms of like silver to copper and whatnot, uh, that type of ratio, but comparing silver to crude, I mean, that's not like a super actionable investment for a lot of you guys, unless you guys are buying crude uh, futures or something like that. Uh but again, I, I want to continue to talk about this because you know the idea that that ratio could move much, much lower to, you know, a one-to-one type of ratio, silver, about the same price as a barrel of oil, is very much reality, or even, you know, lower than that in the future. So um anyways, as I said, you know, this is week 47 for silver, 55 for gold. I want to see you guys here for a couple hundred more weeks at least. And it'll be interesting tracking this. And I want, you know, on a, on a weekly basis to, to play around with different types of assets that we can include in this basket, right? Whether it's, you know, I gave some examples, right? A two bedroom house, right? And we could talk about two bedroom house, national average. We could talk about a market that's maybe not crazy inflated. Uh, maybe we can pick one that is crazy inflated, right? Let's pick San Francisco. Let's pick Vancouver or whatever, And, and we can watch sort of in real time, or at least on a weekly basis, uh, bull market in silver and gold play out while a, a bear market plays out in, in the real estate market. We can compare it to, you know, pick your, pick your vehicle, uh, Toyota, Camry, Corolla, whatever, right? Uh, because that's been around for so long, it's probably going to be around for a long time. And, and you can just compare how many ounces of silver, how many ounces of gold to buy. You know, just the base model, the, the no frills, the, the, you know, the, the hand crank, uh, 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 windows and whatnot, you know, you can pick different assets and, and I'm sure I'd love to hear, you know, creative examples from you guys down below in, in the comment section, we can do a silver to to big Mac ratio right? We can do a, a silver to a jug of milk, a gallon to gas ratio. We can do whatever you guys want. So let me know down below in the comment section. Uh, I Like I said, I'm excited to start this series on a weekly basis. Week 47. As always, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video, listening to this podcast, and God bless.